The Miami Hurricanes needed to add an experienced cornerback, and they got one in the transfer portal. Devontae Brown, come on down. Welcome to the U. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. I'm already losing my voice, and it's only Tuesday of early signing week. This is going to get ugly. But thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Devontae Brown is a Miami Hurricane. Yes, he arrives at the U through the transfer portal. He made it official Monday night. And now suddenly, American Heritage becoming a University of Miami pipeline within a 24-hour stretch Miami lands four-star running back Mark Fletcher who's an absolute beast out of American Heritage and now we land former American Heritage cornerback Devontae Brown you know from Sunday to Monday great turnaround and guys Devontae Brown I'm so happy he's here and you're gonna see him a lot on the field in orange and green in 2023. I have no doubt about that. He's going to compete for a starting job immediately. In fact, I project Devontae Brown to be a starting cornerback at the U this coming season. Experience and quality experience. So he comes from UCF in the portal, and with the Golden Knights, Devontae Brown has 1,885 snaps of experience over the last two years. He suddenly... He's the most experienced cornerback on the University of Miami's roster right now. He started over 30 games at UCF, and he was productive. Devontae Brown is plug-and-play now at Miami. His best attribute, and you're going to notice there's a lot of similarities between Devontae Brown and younger brother Damari Brown. I mean, duh, they are brothers, right? The same gene pool and all that. Uh, but his best attribute, Devontae, is probably his length, six foot two. 185 pounds as our guest yesterday uh brian smith and i learned a lot about Devonte brown from brian smith who joined us on our monday episode because uh you know he he is a high school football analyst but he also covers the ucf golden knight so he knows Devonte brown really well Devonte, as i learned from brian is absolutely at his very best when he's in your grill playing man coverage some of his other stats from his time at UCF. Devontae had two interceptions last year, a forced fumble, had 30 tackles with two and a half tackles for a loss. In coverage, he was targeted 50 times last season. He gave up 24 catches for 360 yards and three touchdowns in that span. And overall, uh, he graded out very well in the last couple of years at UCF, and he's got two years of eligibility left. So this is not like a grad transfer one-year type of thing. Devontae Brown can be on the field for the next two seasons, 2023 and 2024, as a Miami Hurricane. So he's got multiple years to give. And this was important. I talk about you know, how big it was for Miami to add this kind of experience. Miami's cornerback room, they needed it, and they're getting an overhaul this offseason. It's going to be a very young group, okay? 
We lost uh, our two most experienced guys, of course, from last year, Tyreek Stevenson, who could have come back for another year, but he decided to enter the NFL draft, and DJ Ivy, who's also entering the draft, but he ran out of eligibility. Uh, so, you know, you're looking at guys like Daryl Porter to Corey Couch. I like both of them quite a bit. Chris Graves, Jaden Harris, very young. They are in the mix here as returning players in the cornerback room. Uh, and I'm expecting Devontae to lock down one of the three cornerback spots. And he's versatile enough to play inside, outside. He could even play maybe some safety if you needed it. Like he's a very, very versatile corner. Uh, he can play just about anywhere can Devontae Brown. Uh, you know, and also when you're talking about guys who are going to come in and compete for starting jobs, I expect Devontae to compete for a starting job, maybe even project him as a starter. Obviously, do not sleep on Cormani McLean top defensive recruit in the country who's coming in, you know, he should be ready to compete if not start year one in a university of Miami uniform. I mean, he's the second rated recruit in the entire country for a reason, top rated defensive guy, uh, Robert Stafford. Uh, I don't necessarily project him as a starter, but you know, he's going to be a true freshman coming in four star. I think he can compete as well. And yeah, I think we're going to have another, American Heritage cornerback on the way here within the next 24 or so hours. So in case you didn't hear or see yesterday's show, uh, on yesterday's episode of Locked on Canes, I put in a pair of Dono balls. The first of those has already come true. I put in a Dono ball for Devontae Brown. Like magic, he's now a hurricane. I also put in a Dono ball yesterday for Damari Brown, the younger brother, the four-star cornerback out of American Heritage. I believe uh, probably he's going to announce, he is going to announce tomorrow on Wednesday, but I do believe he is going to join his brother, Devontae, at the University of Miami. I project Miami to land Damari Brown over the likes of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Damari Brown has very similar size and length to his brother already, despite being three years younger. He hit his growth spurt a little bit earlier. Damari Brown great in coverage, can make plays with his length. He can get physical as well with his tackling. And something to remember about Damari, and that goes for Devontae as well, although he's got a couple of years of collegiate experience now. Nobody in high school football in the entire country coaches up cornerbacks better than American Heritage. It's an NFL factory when it comes to corners. The way these guys move, run, their hips, their speed, keeping up with wide receivers. Damari Brown is going to be an excellent get, whether it's Miami who gets him or, you know, if Nick Saban can still make this thing happen at the end of the day. But Damari Brown is the real deal, and I'm expecting him to be a Miami Hurricane. So at the end of the day, you know, you're looking at a potential cornerback class where, you know, Robert Stafford, Cormani McLean is the crown jewel of your recruiting class if you can get Damari Brown as well and I know that there are others that Miami is looking to be in the mix for uh, Edwin Joseph if Miami can land him over Florida State I think you might even move him to safety if he does come because Miami probably needs safety help more than cornerbacks at this point uh, I know Miami has given a look to Shadarian Harrison who's a really good corner, plays opposite Cormani at Lakeland High School. Very good friend of Cormani McLean. He is committed to Pittsburgh, and I think he might stick with that Pittsburgh commitment, but Miami has been recruiting him as well. Uh, but we'll talk about safeties because, guys, Miami has a need at safety, and I think they are going to fill that need uh, within the next 24 hours. 
I am going to drop a new, fresh Dono Ball prediction when we come back here. So stay tuned for that on Locked on Canes. Want to talk about LinkedIn jobs. Folks, I found jobs on LinkedIn jobs. I know it works and I know it's incredibly efficient. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. You spread the word that you're hiring. People are going to notice it. Believe me, I've noticed it when I've been looking for work. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making locked on canes. Your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube as we count you down until national signing day on Wednesday, early signing day. And just so you guys know, um, if there's big breaking news later today, tomorrow, tomorrow, I can guarantee you tomorrow is a multi-episode day, like three, four, five episodes on early national signing. I can guarantee you that Tuesday today, it could be a multi-episode day as well, depending on what happens, because there's definitely some transfer portal guys we're looking out for. Uh, you know, I think at this point, a lot of the high school commitments will probably come tomorrow, but we still have our eyes out for some of those as well. And if breaking news happens, we'll try to put out an episode as quickly as we possibly can. But I am going to drop another Dono Ball prediction. So we have one Dono Ball hanging in the air right now for Damari Brown. We'll see if that prediction comes true. I think we're five for five on Dono Balls over the last couple of weeks, so we're doing pretty well. Uh, I am very confident that Miami will land Conrad Hussey, four-star safety, out of St. Thomas Aquinas. I am putting in a Dono ball prediction for Conrad Hussey to the U. Uh, and you see the writing is starting to get on the wall here. Um, you know, four or five days ago, I was not confident in Miami landing Hussey because we didn't think he was going to make an official visit to the U. But guess what? He did. Hussey showed up to an official visit this past weekend. It was actually Antoine Jackson who spilled the beans because he Instagrammed a photo of Hussey in a Miami uniform doing the whole recruiting photo op thing. So then we found out Hussey did, in fact, come down for his official visit, and it's trending in Miami's direction, strongly trending in Miami's direction, and I have reasons to be very confident that Conrad Hussey is going to be a Miami Hurricane. So he's been a Penn State commitment. He's also been considering Florida State. He took an official visit to FSU the weekend before he visited Miami. And if you and, and like I say this, guys, before I put in a Dono ball on anybody, I always have to check multiple perspectives. What are the Miami people saying? What are they telling me? But also, what do the Penn State and Florida State people say about Conrad Hussey? Because those are like the three schools that he's deciding between right now. 
the confidence is waning from the Florida State side, and it's definitely the confidence is decreasing from the Penn State side. Even the Penn State recruiting experts are starting to realize they're probably going to lose this player in a late flip, uh, that he wants to play closer to home. He's a South Florida boy, of course, and closer to home, he seems to be favoring Miami over Florida State right now. Again, Conrad Hussey, a four-star safety from St. Thomas Aquinas. Miami really, really needs safeties. I mean, you've got Avante Williams leaving in the portal. Um, I do think Brian Ballum could end up leaving as well, even though he took his name out of the portal. I think he might, after getting his diploma at Miami, and God bless him, go get that diploma. I think he might re-enter the portal after that. We'll see what happens there. Maybe I'm wrong about that one, but you're obviously, you've lost Avante Williams. Um, you know, James Williams is staying at Miami, but James just had shoulder surgery. So uh, I don't know, uh, you know, the, the recovery supposedly will have him back before the season starts. But, you know, obviously uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I wish him a speedy, speedy recovery. Uh, and yes, you do still, we do still have the best safety in the country in Cam Kinchins on the team, but we need more. We lost a lot of safeties in the portal. So coming in, you've got Antoine Jackson, who's really good and I like him a lot. Uh, but he should be heading into his senior season of high school next year. He's leaving high school early. So I don't know if he may take a little more time to develop. Uh, Caleb Spencer, who Miami flipped from Oklahoma, he might play safety or star or linebacker. But honestly, you look at someone like Conrad Hussey. Oh, if Miami can land him, he would put the U safety room in a great position for the future. This is one of the top safety prospects for a reason. Conrad Hussey is explosive. He has great ball skills. He's six foot one and a half with a six foot three and a half wingspan. He's got tremendous range. And yeah, he can be a big hitter. This guy tackles with authority and he plays at a really talented program at St. Thomas Aquinas. And yet when you watch STA, Hussey still finds a way to stand out and jump off the page despite being surrounded by other talented players. You always see number two all over that field. He's always near the football making plays. This guy can do it all. He's a very versatile safety. And, you know, I'm, I'm putting in that Dono ball for Conrad Hussey to the University of Miami, and I hope that one plays out. So that's the good. Um, you know, this is, is not so good uh, when it comes to the transfer portal. Tumise Adele appears to be headed to Michigan State, not to Miami. That's the transfer portal edge rusher out of Texas A&M. Really good player. He's the fifth best transfer portal defensive player, uh, but it looks like he's headed to old Sparty. He's not coming to Miami. Uh, he, he has been considering Michigan State, Miami, and Cal. And things seem to be looking good for Miami near the end of last week. He had an official visit to Miami late last week. But the crystal balls since Monday night have been rolling in for Michigan State. And he's going to be announcing today, Tuesday, around noon. So by the time a lot of you listen to this or watch this episode, he could already be at Michigan State. But if you're catching this before he announces, don't say I didn't warn you that it looks like Miami is missing. We can't get them all, okay? It looks like Tumise Adele is uh, is headed to Michigan State, not to Miami. Um, I am expecting, though, some good news on Georgia State transfer defensive tackle Thomas Gore. I could probably put in a Dono ball for Gore as well. Can this double Dono ball, double Dono ball day? So we just put one in for Conrad Hussey. 
out of St. Thomas Aquinas. I'm going to put one in for Thomas Gore, the defensive tackle transfer out of Georgia State. I'm going to put one in for him to Miami. So, you know, right now, yeah, the Hurricanes, we need tackles, defensive tackles more than we need edge rushers at this moment. Now, I know that Thomas Gore, he doesn't excite Hurricanes fans too much because, you know, he's from Georgia State. He's not coming from a big program. And his his dimensions, like he doesn't have a great tail of the tape. Just six foot tall and 270 pounds. But I've talked to a couple of scouts about Gore, and they assure me that this guy, uh, despite the fact that, like, he doesn't have NFL type of size they assure me he's the real deal despite his limitations that his effort and his talent just jumps off the page. He was Georgia state's best defensive player in each of the past two seasons. And over the past three years, Thomas Gore at Georgia state created 76 pressures, 14 sacks and 22 tackles for a loss. And, you know, I, I was reading an interview that he did recently. Uh, he actually told a colleague of mine, Luke Cheney from all hurricanes, you know, one of the reasons why he wanted to get out of Georgia State, I mean, there is the obvious he wants to leave a G5 for a power five. That's that's a given. But he just wants to go somewhere with a little bit more of like a competitive environment, because I guess the feeling he got was, you know, at Georgia State, when you'd lose games, it's like, all right, whatever we lost. Uh, who cares? Now, obviously, Miami lost a lot of games last year, but I you know, if you heard the way coaches Cristobal on down we're talking about those losses after the game said uh, there was nothing acceptable about the way Miami performed last year where maybe a five and seven type year might be acceptable at Georgia State that certainly isn't at Miami he wanted to find a more competitive environment so hopefully Mr. Gore uh, no relation to Frank I don't think no relation to Al Gore either I don't think uh, but hopefully Thomas Gore winds up at the University of Miami because yeah, I, I would love to have him here, despite the fact that he's only six foot and only 270 pounds playing defensive tackle. It sounds like this young man checks off all the other boxes, okay? When we come back, I want to take inventory on how the University of Miami class of 2023 looks so far. Um, I am expecting to lose at least and hopefully only one of the current verbal commits, but I think Miami is going to end up still a top three, if not two class, a top three or top two class at the end of the day. We'll take a look at what that might look like here. Uh, keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Guys, do you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, even your parents can tell, everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today and your first watch. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So what I'm going to do after this episode, I'm going to drink some tea. And I'm going to try I'm going to try to get my, uh, my, uh, my vocal cords ready for a lot more content in the next couple of days. 
because it's going to be a busy, it's going to be a very, very busy Wednesday. I can guarantee you that. So uh, what do we expect Miami's 2023 class to look like by the end of tomorrow? So as far as additions go, uh, as I mentioned in the previous uh, part of the show, I, I am expecting Miami to land Damari Brown at corner and Conrad Hussey at safety would be a couple of four stars to really make this class pop. Uh, I think there's still a chance, a growing chance, to add Edwin Joseph from Chaminade. I'm not putting in a Dono ball for him just yet, but Miami's been making a serious late push for Edwin Joseph. Now, Edwin Joseph, he is a two-way player, has been a two-way player at high school, playing uh, wide receiver and corner. Uh, he's definitely being recruited as a defensive back, but I, I feel like Miami could probably move him to safety if he arrives. Because again, we need safeties more than we need corners. He's obviously versatile to do both, or he can play in the slot. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more optimistic on Edwin Joseph over the past four or five days than I was previously. I do think there's going to be a subtraction here. Um, if it's not, it may have even happened by the time a lot of you listen to this or watch this. Don't be alarmed by it. Um, but I, I do think Miami is going to lose tight end Reed McKeska in a flip to South Carolina. And that's okay because thankfully Miami has a lot of cushion at that position, right? Miami has two other top flight tight ends verbally committed. Riley Williams, who was one of the best tight ends in the class, and Jackson Carver are both committed to Miami. Three tight ends, honestly, three tight ends felt very ambitious from the start. Like, we really need three? Like, as much as I love all these guys, that's, that's a lot of tight ends in one class. Three tight ends in one class. So I, I think that uh, McKeska could end up being the one who loses that game of chicken and goes uh, somewhere else. He visited South Carolina. There's crystal balls coming in South Carolina for him. So you'll, you'll probably lose McKeska, but that's that's okay. I also wonder, um, I don't know a whole lot about this except for a couple things that I've read uh, since yesterday. So you remember Miami uh, lost Connor Liu, the center, in a flip to uh, Auburn. Apparently, from what I was reading, apparently Miami has not even stopped recruiting Liu, and maybe they can flip him back. Like, we might have to build an aviation school to get this guy back because one of the major reasons why Connor Liu left his Miami commitment for Auburn was the guy wants to be a pilot and they've got an aviation program undergrad at Auburn. They do not have one at Miami. Like I live right near the Tamiami airport. Can we sign this young man up for lessons? Like, can that, can we get him a Tamiami airport NIL? Like get this guy some flight lessons, man. You want to be a pilot? We can make you a pilot. We got American Airlines headquarters down here. We got to find a way to get this guy. Uh, if he wants to be a pilot, we can find a way to make him a pilot. So I, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if I, I kind of assume since he flips so late in the process, like, you know, you lose him, he's not coming back. But I don't know. Apparently, Miami is not done recruiting Connor Lou. I wonder if there's any chance to bring him back into this class. Um, now, the big question before we close out this class of 2023 is. Can Miami land an outside wide receiver? So we're loaded with slot receivers, but we need a long outside guy. We need someone with Colby Young type of dimensions. Could there still be a shot to land Micah Mays? I believe so. Is there any chance to flip Hakeem Williams? 
I don't know. He seems pretty solid to Florida State. So both Miami and Texas A&M are both trying to flip Hakeem. Those were the other two finalists before he chose FSU. I have every reason to believe Hakeem is going to stay with the Florida State recruiting class. Um, a lot of people ask me about Brandon Ennis. He seems pretty solid to Ohio State, despite Miami grabbing so many of his teammates. That's another American Heritage guy. It's like, you know, we got Mark Fletcher. You know, we got Devontae Brown, who he played with. Miami's trending for Damari Brown. Is Ennis just going to say, screw it, I want to play with all my friends? Right? I don't know. Uh, I'll, honestly, I think Ennis is pretty solid to Ohio State because Brian Hartline, the wide receivers coach there, absolute recruiting stud. I mean, Hartline... You got to hope at some point he like he takes a job in the NFL or something. So he's not a recruiting threat anymore, because if if there's great wide receivers out there, Heartline just snatches up all of them, man. He really just snatches up all, all of them. Um, so transfer portal. Uh, I do think uh, Miami has a good chance at Dante Thornton, who's six foot five, 200 pounds. So he, he would check off the boxes of the type of player I'm looking for. Uh, he's in the transfer portal from Oregon. Now, um, as far as possible flips go, I don't know of anything concrete, but I've got to think they must be blowing up Jurion Dickey's phone right now. I think a lot of programs are blowing up his phone. Jurion Dickey, five-star receiver. He's an Oregon commit. I know he's he's come down and visited Miami in the past. He loves the fishing down here. Um, but for Dickey... You've got to think things have changed now there in Eugene because five-star quarterback Dante Moore was an Oregon commit. He flipped to UCLA yesterday. So, you know, Dickey, it's like you think, hey, I'm going to play with a certain quarterback who's one of the best in the country, and then that quarterback decides to go somewhere else. Um, I don't know. I guess it wouldn't surprise anybody if Dickey might be opening up his recruitment a little bit over the next couple of days. I wonder if there's a shot. That, I don't know of anything concrete with jury on Dickey. I'm just reading between the lines here. Right. Uh, could he even be a possibility for UCLA now that Dante Moore is headed to UCLA? I don't know. But I know I know he's given Miami consideration in the past. And he loves Cristobal because Cristobal was the one who initially recruited him over to Oregon. So we'll have to see if something develops there. Uh, by the way, uh, somebody on Twitter, I think it was our, our guy BP on Twitter, was asking me about Andrew Armstrong from Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, he was in the transfer portal. He went to Arkansas. So that was the uh, the six foot six transfer portal receiver who I liked a lot. He's uh, he's a Razorback. He's not going to be a Hurricane. So couldn't get that one. We'll see how things close out. And guys, again, thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen and your first watch today. We're going to keep you as updated as we possibly can for the next couple of days because it's going to be busy. So make sure after making us your first listen, make sure you make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national sports experts and insiders. Locked on Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So we'll talk to you guys again next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.